Hello, and welcome to another episode of Law and Liberty, a Texas Attorney General podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Date, and I hope you're all feeling well. Today, we're doing something a little bit different than our previous episodes. As you may know, March is Consumer Protection Month, and at the Texas Attorney General's office, that is one of our top priorities year-round. You can check out our website for all of our consumer protection info, but today we're going to focus on something at the forefront of the media, consumer protection during emergencies and disasters declared by the governor. You've probably heard that Governor Abbott recently declared a disaster for the entire state as we all work together to prevent the spread of coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. There's a lot of information out there, as well as some misinformation, so today we're going to set the record straight about price gouging laws that become active during declared disasters and share our top tips for avoiding and reporting scams. It's important to remember that whenever natural or man-made emergency strikes, Texans are known to support each other to overcome adversity. I personally love seeing and hearing stories about the kind, generous, and compassionate Texans who go above and beyond to help their neighbors. However, There are quite a few unscrupulous individuals out there who try to take advantage of disasters for their own gain, and that's where the Attorney General comes in. One of the first actions our office takes during disasters is to issue warnings against price gouging. But what exactly is price gouging? For this answer, we look to the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Consumer Protection Act, which provides that it is a false, misleading, or deceptive act or practice to take advantage of a disaster declared by the governor by selling or leasing food, medicine, supplies, lodging, or any other necessities at an exorbitant or excessive price. Now remember, high prices alone do not mean that price gouging has taken place. However, if a disaster has been declared by the governor of Texas or the president and a business or individual raises the price of their products to an excessive rate, then it's very likely that price gouging is taking place. I want to specifically note that this applies to both businesses and individuals. If a person who isn't directly associated with a business attempts to sell or resell necessities at an excessive price, that is still price gouging, and individuals doing this can still be prosecuted. There are no loopholes when it comes to price gouging, and let me tell you, the penalties are tough. Price gougers may be required to reimburse customers and may be held liable for civil penalties of up to $10,000 per violation and that penalty goes up to $250,000 per violation if the affected Texan is elderly. If you encounter excessive prices for necessities and suspect anyone or any business of price gouging, please file a complaint with our office at www.texasattorneygeneral.gov. Just click on the Consumer Protection tab at the very front of our webpage and follow simple instructions for submitting a complaint. You can also include photographs in these complaints, so please feel free to include any documentation you have of price gouging. Evidence like that can only help any investigations that we begin. If you would rather call in a complaint, you can reach out to our Consumer Complaint Hotline by calling toll-free at 800-621-0508. But folks, price gouging isn't the only activity to be aware of. Scammers love to take advantage of a disaster, and they can be a lot sneakier than price gougers. Specifically, we've seen an uptick in reports of cyber scams. Cyber actors are known to send out emails with risky attachments or fraudulent website links, both of which are intended to deceive citizens into revealing sensitive personal or financial information or donating to fake charities. If you see any email, text, or social media post referencing a disaster such as coronavirus in the subject line, attachment, or hyperlink, just take a moment and treat it with caution. 
Avoid clicking on any links in an unsolicited email and be wary of email attachments. Use only trusted sources, such as legitimate government websites, for up-to-date information about an emergency. Never, ever reveal personal or financial information in an email, and do not respond to email solicitations for that kind of information. Also, in the wake of emergencies, you might want to assist by giving to a charity, and we love how generous Texans are, but we want to urge everyone to make sure that their donations go to legitimate organizations. If you do decide to donate, it's wise to give to charities that you're already familiar with. Most reputable organizations do not directly solicit donations from individuals by telephone, email, or door-to-door -door visits. And please, do not use links embedded in unsolicited emails, even if they seem like they'll go to an organization's website. To research charities, we recommend visiting CharityWatch at CharityWatch.org or GuideStar at GuideStar.org, which gathers data on millions of IRS-recognized nonprofits. Now, there are quite a few scams out there, and I don't want anyone to worry about whether or not they've encountered a scam, so let's get into some of the Attorney General's tips on how to recognize a scam right away. First, if they contact you directly, it could be a scam. When you contact a business, you know exactly who is on the other line, but when someone contacts you first, you don't know if they're telling you the truth about who they are. Remember that email addresses and caller ID information can be fake, so be wary of any unsolicited calls. Second, if they seem to have bait, usually money or a sort of prize, it's likely a scam. This is one of those, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is situations. People usually don't give away large sums of money easily, and if someone dangles financial bait in front of you, like a big prize, a shopping spree, or an easy loan for nothing in return, then they're probably lying to you. Third, be extremely cautious if anyone asks you for personal information. Anytime anyone asks for personal information, like your social security number or bank account info, you should be on alert. Never give this information away quickly or easily, especially to anyone that you don't know. Keeping your information away from scammers is a great way to prevent identity theft. A fourth warning sign of a scam is if someone offers you a prize, debt relief, or a type of employment, but they require that you pay them first. If you have to pay an upfront fee to get whatever someone is offering, then they're probably a scammer. Last, but certainly not least, if someone asks you to wire money or send a gift card in order to receive a prize, pay off a debt, or receive money in return, stop immediately. Hang up the phone, delete that email, and just walk away. There's a pretty good chance that anyone asking for wired money or gift cards is a scammer. Unfortunately, emergencies and disasters can also bring out truly terrible scammers who call or email people while pretending to be a friend or a family member in dire need. They try to prey on people's emotions by inventing a situation that they claim requires you to send money immediately. These scammers try to convince people by disguising their voice, using a fake phone number that shows up like a familiar one on caller ID, and using personal information that they found on the internet and social media. For instance, these scammers might say that they sound different because they're sick, crying, or injured. They can use information they found online to reference specific names of family members or locations to make their story seem plausible, then try to convince you not to tell anyone because they say they're embarrassed or scared. Remember that no matter how dire the situation seems, you can absolutely wait a few minutes before giving away any money. To confirm that the caller is who they say they are, Consider asking them specific, personal questions that would be difficult to know just from social media or the internet. Even better, use contact information you have for the person the scammer claims to be and reach out to them separately to confirm the story or call their family members. 
If you encounter any of these warning signs, don't try to keep the scammer on the line and do not try to scam the scammer. Just remain calm, walk away from the scam, and report that scammer to our office by filing a complaint through our website or calling the toll-free consumer complaint line at 800-621-0508. And again, emergencies and disasters usually bring out the best of our communities. Don't be afraid to lend a hand to those in need. Just keep the signs of a scam in mind and feel free to report any shady activity to our office. As we all look out for each other, the Attorney General's office will continue to work diligently and stop the scams and price gouging perpetrated by anyone trying to take advantage of Texans. If you need information about the spread or treatment of coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, please visit the Texas Department of State Health Services at dshs.texas.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash. You can learn more about the Texas Attorney General's Office on our website at www.texasattorneygeneral.gov. If you have a question about our office or are seeking assistance, call our Constituent Affairs Office at 800-252-8011. Don't forget to follow us on social media, and for updates, find us on Twitter at TXAG. As always, stay safe and be kind. Thanks for tuning in, y'all.